ignition sequence start. Three, two, one. Lock and load. It's time for the gun rack with your hosts, Joey and Drew. Hello and welcome to the gun racks, North Desert Institute School of Arms Technology's official podcast. I'm Josiah Upper, folks. Call me Joey. And with me, we've got one Drew Poplin. We do indeed. And as an extra bonus character, we have Drew's unruly beard. How long has it been growing on Shaven? I've probably done like some intermittent trims and stuff, but I want to say probably since the summer. Um, You're kidding. Yeah, I don't think so. I think probably around the summer. Like I, It's been long enough for me to have forgotten when the last time I trimmed my beard was. Or cut my hair, actually. I'm kind of just turning into a bit of a of a lion's mane but hey the closest hair place to me is a great clips and they did not do great last time i went so yeah we're acting like it's 2020 all over again man i went to great clips for years and years and years and i don't think i'll ever go back i went to an actual barber once and i was like oh well i guess that's that there is a difference apparently yeah, like if if you don't have any other frame of reference, then like great clips is fine. And but yeah. I think the problem with like great clips and sports clips is there's like a wide variance between stores about the quality of haircut. So like you can go to one and get a pretty decent haircut at a decent price, but then you can go to like the other one in town, and it's just the complete opposite. It's you know, yeah. It's totally luck of the draw. I suspect that most people have that. Like, if you go and you have one dude at a great clips that you trust and vibe with, mm-hmm. that's about as good as having, you know, like, your own barber, really. Sure. That's sure. dope. But the odds that that person's going to be open every time if you just luck of the draw it is very poor. So mm-hmm. if you're willing to, like, chase them down, you can get those great clips prices with a good barber. But I am not gonna do that oh, so yeah yeah i remember you know i don't know if he's still there but i used to go to this place in kernersville there's a barber there and he had like a couple different beers on tap he had like a basically a fully functioning bar in that his delightful it, it was magical having like a big pint just sitting there the only problem was was like well i don't want to drink it while you're cutting my hair because yeah hair yeah, so that you either have to you know drink most of it at the beginning, then just wait till the end, or just you know wait till the end and just sit there awkwardly in the barber shop. Yeah, if like, you're like best buds with the guy, then it's perfect. Sure, if you're just getting to know him. It's really effing weird. Yeah, he was Italian. I think he was Italian, maybe Greek, but um, he was a cool guy. Um, but I do remember the first time there was like a little bit of like a, a barrier of accents. Hmm. Um, but That's fun. yeah, but it was really cool. Anyway, it's been a hot second since we've been with you guys. Um, it has been. Yeah, um, we, um, we did the um, Battle Guildford Courthouse two weeks ago. Uh, yeah. Last week, I had an idea and I just I didn't want to put out a subpar episode. We'll put it like that. So what you're a perfectionist is the problem. 
Oh, well, it, you are in fact too good a podcaster to produce content. It's it's really the it's main so issue. simple. <laughs> um, and I'm such a perfectionist that I left the country about it. Where was um, your cruise to, by the way? It was to the Bahamas, and the Royal Caribbean has their own little private island thing. I think most of these cruise lines do. You spend a day out there. It, that day was a little cold for most activities. But it was still good hanging out time. It was fun. A an ungodly amount of food was eaten, and uh, then Nassau. We spent a day in, and reef snorkeling is goaded. It's worth any amount of money you pay for it. Truly, um, yeah, it was a really good time. You'll you'll have to show me how to snorkel sometime. That's one of those things that I never figured out as a kid. I couldn't get the timing or the mechanics right of. I spent most of the time hacking up salt water in lightly choppy waters, which is a trick. I've done it before, but it had been a minute, so I was like, holy crap, this is brutal. So that's fun. It was, I think if I were to go again, I would invest the 20 bucks in getting one of those newer fangled snorkels that is easier to manage um, and bring it with me. But that's all right. You always do like the cartoons do and just like use the ocean read, snap it off. Yes. Yeah, and just read through that. Yeah. 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 No, it's really, really cool being able to look in and see all these reef fish that are utterly unconcerned by humans because this is, you know, just a part of the environment because of how many people come through there. Mm -hmm. I got body checked by like a two foot, some sort of reef fish I did not recognize. And it was it was pretty funny. It was that's great. Pretty, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say like by like a manatee or something. I was about to like. No, it was most of those little reef fish. At least around here, I can at least get in the ballpark of what it is. Uh -huh. If I'm like, it's this, they're like, no, but you're close though. And that one was like, I have no idea what you are, uh, but thank you for slamming me uh, <laughs> yeah. on your way to wherever you were going. You you about to know? You about to know who I? Yeah. So we're approaching Christmas, uh, as we you can tell are. from our title. Um, Joey, you got any plans for this Christmas, or what's up? I actually don't know where I'm going for Christmas, now that I think about it. I'll probably do something with Christmas Eve with one set, because I'm married with, you know, either my family or the in-laws, and then switch. We still don't have a Christmas tree. I think we're going Sunday, just to have had it. The, it's dumb to set it up this late, but the nice thing about that is that they're really, really cheap right now. So uh, that's it's dope. Uh, I think I'm going to spend ten dollars on a Christmas tree this year, which I'm not mad about. Yeah. What about you? So today we we're supposed to. I was supposed to do something with my side of the family. We we're going to go over to my sister's place and do like a gingerbread house competition and you know all sorts of stuff uh go ice skating maybe watch christmas movies and then for i guess the actual week of christmas i think currently the plan is for me to go to my mother-in-law's house be up there for about a week so you know sort of same old same old i i don't know if you guys do this but we kind of alternate uh like oh we'll spend christmas one year with one side of the family and then do like New Year's or Thanksgiving with the other one. Yeah, it's pretty close to that. It's not um like it's not super spelled out, but 
we do it when we can. Absolutely. But you don't um, have you don't have anything planned with your uh, brother in law's family, do you? I do not, unfortunately. That would be so fun. Oh, that'd be so fun. But alas. Alas indeed. I think they're gonna be in Missouri. Oh, that makes sense. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I hope they're doing all right. I'm sure yeah. they are. Yeah. But today we are talking about stocking stuffers for firearms lovers, which has become a bit of a tradition on the podcast. I think this may be our third or fourth year in a row of doing this particular yeah. episode. We're excited to bring you some good deals. Before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about Sonoran Desert Institute because some big things let's have been it. happening around the school. Sonoran Desert Institute, otherwise known as SDI, is an online school that helps students learn the skills and techniques they'll need to be successful in the firearms and unmanned technology industries. SDI is accredited by the Distance Education Accrediting Commission, the DEAC. Currently, we offer three. You did hear me correct. We offer three programs in firearms technology. We really? Offer... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you haven't seen the news? No. So, of course, we offer, we've been offering the Associate of Science in Firearms Technology and the Certificate in Firearms Technology Gunsmithing Programs. But we just released last week our brand new offering, which is the Certificate in Firearms Technology Handgun Specialist Program. They've been talking about that for forever. Yes. Yes. Uh, but it's finally here and very excited to see its culmination. I actually think next week we're going to have Rick Kasner on, program chair of the School of Firearms Technology and friend of the podcast, talk a little bit more about yeah, the program. general, good dude. Yeah. Rick's great. Yeah, it was great getting to actually meet him in person. Yeah, he's the best. Summit. But if you want more information about any of our programs, especially the newest program, the Handgun Specialist Program, head to our website. That's www.sdi.edu. Uh, again, that's www.sdi.edu. Now, let's get into some stocking stuffers. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, so, in the past, we've kind of gone a little back and forth. We each kind of dig some stuff up and just kind of go, like, one at a time through it. We also have George uh, brought up some. So, I've got a list. George has got a list. Drew, do you have any that you've taken a look at yourself? I'm not really even doing Christmas gifts this year, so I just have not. What is happening at... over at the Poplin household? We are poor. Wow. Asheville is expensive. I believe that. Don't live there. <laughs> live <laughs> here. I said we're probably not going to live in Asheville much longer, but almost didn't even get to do this call, actually. Really? Uh, what for? There was a plane crash about Four or five miles away from our apartment complex, uh, it shut oh down. My gosh. It shut down I twenty six. Took out like three power lines. The, the footage of it is pretty gnarly. Um, apparently, like a small private plane. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it was a private plane, or like they train pilots to fly like the small yeah, pilot plane. Yeah, yeah. I think they were going probably from like Myrtle Beach to Knoxville and then Knoxville back to Myrtle Beach. But yeah, we were just we were just sitting in our room. All of a sudden the lights like they flicker and then just the power goes completely out. Take a look outside. It's out in the entire complex, like all the surrounding area. You don't see any lights in the distance. 
So it wipes. That is awful. Yeah. Luckily, from what I've heard, I've been having to browse like subreddit, actual subreddits and stuff, to try to find out more information. But from what I've heard, there were two people that were in the plane. I think everyone is safe, but in the hospital, like obviously dealing with. Injuries. I thought you were about to say safe, except for the people in the plane. So yeah. I will take that. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Crazy stuff. So one, I'm glad we had power to even be able to, because I wasn't sure if we're, I was getting ready to text you like, hey, don't know how long this power is going to be out. Might yeah, not be. And that would have been reasonable. Yeah. I think. Um, but it is crazy when it happens like so close to you, like thinking like, oh, wow. Especially in terms of planes, given how like fast they fly, that margin for error is so small. So we're glad they're okay. Just crazy no thing kidding, to happen. Dude. Yeah. All that to say is, uh, <laughs> I don't have any stocking stuffers. I think that is okay, given what you just said. God. That's going to be just fine. Sorry, I got enough for both of us. How about you read off George's, and we'll count those as yours, because he's not here to defend himself. Okay, sounds good. I like I like that a lot. I him. think that's a great plan. Yeah, I think he'll he'll be so grateful. That someone was brave enough to take credit for his stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's perfect. Um, let's, you want to do the, he did a little intro he dialed up. You want to do that first and then I'll dial mine, my first sure. one up? The holidays are a great time of year. In my family, all the aunts, uncles, and cousins meet up at my grandmother's house to eat dumplings before that one uncle shows up late with a different woman from last year. One of the hardest things I need to do every year is shop for Christmas presents since I have 15 relatives to get gifts for. One of the biggest challenges they'll probably face is trying to figure out what to get for me. If you ever found yourself in my family's unenviable situation, you're not alone. It's difficult to get gifts for gun enthusiasts, especially if you're not familiar with the hobby yourself. Fortunately, there are plenty of affordable gifts you can get for that gun lover in your life. Here are some of them. Nice. And he went through some of the, oh, look at that stomping he did at the end. So his are a little accessory themed. Mm -hmm. And I've done stuff like that in the past. Uh, but because he's done that, I kind of went the firearms way. So we kind of had our bases covered. Nice. So I will say, just as a general rule, uh, accessories and firearms are not going to live in the same category in terms of budget. And all of the firearms that I include in mine this year, and I try to stay this way, period, are budget-minded. If you are in a place where you can uh, drop some serious money on some awesome firearms gifts, dope. But uh, I suspect you know what you want already, and that is awesome. This is for the more budget-minded folks out there. The other thing I will say is that straw man purchasing is real. So be very careful with the way that this is done. I always recommend to folks, when I say buying someone a, a firearm for Christmas, what I recommend is that you tell someone what you have set aside money to get and then let them get it themselves. That is what I propose because it is completely beyond repro reproach and unambiguous. Um, just... Be sure to check your state and local laws, as always. Just make sure that when you're doing something that is warm and fuzzy, that you are also doing it within 
the bounds of law so that it doesn't uh, it doesn't turn into a whole thing for you over the holiday. All right, now that that diatribe is over, one of the guns I'm going to pitch to you. There are some very good deals on gun deals this year. They normally run some really good stuff out around Black Friday, and this year I didn't notice anything particularly. I didn't see one thing, and I was like, "Holy crap, that's it! Let's go!" But right now, for some reason, a week and a half out from Christmas, they've got some absolute bangers going on. So I'm going to go through the first one of these is a deal that I am very interested in myself, to be honest with you. I've got one that I think I'm actually going to go with. This is not that, but this is one we've spoken about before. This is the CZP-09. It's a full-size 19-plus-1 9mm firearm, polymer grip. It's a hammer-fired, I think it's double-single action. Um, and it's got, uh, yes, it is, double-single action, firearm, four-and-a-half-inch barrel, and it is, they, when they first came out, they were a pretty decent price. They went up and hung up around the 500s, hung out around the $500 price range for a while. I'm sure you guys remember. Uh, right now, you can get them off of Battlehawk Armory for $299.99, uh, which is superb. If you're paying too much less than that, I get a little nervous about the quality that you're getting. 300 bucks is the... Price point that the Canic TPSF lived at for so long and did really well at. So I don't know how they have gotten their hands on CZP09s where they're able to do that with any kind of profit margin. But if you are trying to set aside money for a significant other to get your things going, get a firearm, you could do a lot worse than a P09 for 300 bucks. Like, are you kidding? Let's go. So that'll be my first one for you. Nice, nice. That is pretty impressive, especially given like its sheer capacity for the price oh yeah absolutely uh, it is cheaper than i spent 400 bucks on my tristar t120 which is a gun that i enjoy a lot but it is not a perfect firearm i mean the price difference now is ah regret yeah, yeah no you have to think though about the shape of a stocking and the shape of a firearm it seems like they were kind of made for each other it's utterly perfect yes just throwing that out there. Uh, again, you know, listen to your local, state, and federal firearm. And oh, man. <laughs> so the first thing that George, I mean, the first thing that I'm going to mention on my list. Thank you. Um, are slings. They're functional, but as I point out, they can also be a great fashion statement. For AKs and ARs, there is the Vicar Sling on blueforcegear.com. Well, uh, I'm going to open it up while you're reading that. Okay. It comes in a couple different colors. comes in black, coyote brown, multicam, OD green, which, Joey, do you want to check, see if that's actually OD green? They also have ranger It green. is. Good Delightful. job. Delightful. Well, okay. Now I've opened ranger green. Um, Ranger green is almost not even green. It's like a tan. Yeah. Um, but the OD green is properly OD green. It's a little light, but it's it's acceptable. I yeah. yeah, definitely the best green out of their options. And then that either has the plastic adjuster with uh triglides, or you can pay fifteen dollars extra for the metal adjuster. But with the plastic one it comes to about fifty nine ninety five. 
so if you're wanting to spend a little bit more on that special someone and they're in the mood for a nice sling, that's hard to go wrong with that. Yeah, I will say I'll add to that. No, I actually have a sling. It's not this exact one, but it's pretty close on my Amazon wish list right now because I got a sling for my Galil Ace Gen 1, which I'll talk about any excuse I can, and got a sling that was a cheap sling because it's a sling. It does what slings do. And then I went out and practiced with it for a couple of days in the middle of the hot sun, and I was ready to die. That is... It's one where it's like, oh, yes, $11, this is totally reasonable. Spend any amount of time with it, and you will see why people spend a little more money on them. you also see why people will use not quite turtlenecks, but things that have some net coverage for shirts when you're out doing your thing. So uh, hard recommend. This is a lot of those like, oh, why do I need to spend a ton of money on this? Because there's one that's cheap and does it just fine. A lot of those products, that's totally true. The sling is not one of those products. You will feel a difference. And hey, if it's um, good enough for David to go up against Goliath with, yeah, it's good enough for you. It is. Don't be whiny. That's how it worked, right? It is. Oh. All right, so okay. what's, what's your next one? I've got one that's on back order. So it's like, eh, technically... It's a good stocking stuffer. I think it's really cool, and that's why I'm adding it. I don't know if it would get here in time for Christmas, but it's fun. There is a Cold Steel. I'm sure you guys know the brand Cold Steel. They're, they make uh, blades of all sorts. They call it a Magnum Warcraft fixed blade knife, which is a stupid thing to call anything, but we'll forgive them. Um can you imagine a more neck beardy phrase than Magnum Warcraft fixed blade knife? <laughs> or is that it? Is that the neck beardiest one? I, th I, think, I think that's, that's it. That tops it. I think they maxed it out. But the it's a Tonto point. It's 80 bucks, which for a 12 inch knife from Cold Steel, which makes good stuff, is not that bad. It's basically a 12 inch fixed blade knife that you can do just about anything with. They are one piece. And they are, if you're going to have a kind of a workhorse knife around you, if you work outdoors or in a place where a pocket knife just isn't quite going to cut it, and to be honest, I don't, I think I've been in a situation where a pocket knife, a good pocket knife wouldn't cut it just a couple times. But if you want to upgrade, uh, I think a 12-inch Tonto-style blade from Colt Steel is really fun. And more importantly, it's gorgeous. And that's always great. So, yeah, I think that's a good one. Cool, 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 cool. Should I do all three types? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so next section we're talking about, you know, magazines. Obviously, you know, you, you have your big names like Magpul, and they do have their uh, PMAGs for the AR. If you're in a state that allows it, they do have a 40-round AR M4 Gen M3 40 round mag for $22.95. Pretty nice. Um, honestly, they have a bunch of stuff. If you're, you know, lower capacity, you know, they have uh 20 round for 300 blackout, $15.95. That's what Magpul ha has. Unfortunately, uh he had one from Carolina Shootersupply.com. It was a uh, Russian AK-47, which of course he's gonna have, you know. 
He's going to have to mention. 7.62 by 39, 30-round 30 Bakelite magazine. It was really nice. It was going for 159.95, but it's out of stock now, so that's a bit of a pipe dream. Uh, he mentions arsenalinc.com, some of their magazines that they have on sale. And then if you're looking for magazines for your handgun, you can always check out gunmagwarehouse.com. They have some now for the Glock 17, Glock 19s. I really like, I really appreciate the uh, the aesthetics of these. They're, it's like a nice matte, but like still kind of colorful. Just looks good, looks sharp. Of course, they have it for you know, all sorts of stuff. Make sure if you're trying to get a magazine for your loved one, make sure you get one that is comparable to the firearm that they own. That should go That's without saying. Huge. I, I, I'm, yeah. ass, I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know that anyway, but just wanted to put that out there. Um, yes. That's good. That's that is smart. So yeah, gunmagwarehouse.com and Arsenal Inc. Uh definitely check them out. Check out Magpool as well. But I feel like a magazine is a pretty good stocking stuffer because of its size. Yeah. Um, and you know, they are pretty important, especially if you know the person in your life is an avid shooter, especially if that person is you. So Yeah, absolutely. Sweet. I've got uh, another one that I'm pretty happy with seeing them pop up on sale. And I don't know how steep of a discount this is, but I hunt, if you listen with, have listened to this podcast for long, you probably have heard that I hunt with the Ruger American Ranch. Uh, my particular one is chambered in 762 by 39, but they make other size cartridges and 223 is one of those. Um, Sportsman Fulfillment is currently running or were running a week ago. I hope they still are a Ruger American Ranch uh, in 223 for 430 bucks, which is not bad. That's your, it's optics ready. It's got a Picatinny rail. All you need to do is add your optic of choice up top. My package, I think, all in all, was about 700 bucks, including the optic and tax and firearm itself, you know, the whole thing. And um, I, it's the only one I'll ever need. 223. You can hunt with, I would argue that it's a smidge too small, not because it doesn't work, but because of the other options that exist. But if you want a target shooter in 223, uh, you could do way worse. And if you hunt with 223, if that's a decision you've already made, that's cool. You already got it. Oh, shoot. Hold on. Drew, I'm getting a weird call. Can you give me a second? Yeah. Okay. So the American Ranch, sorry for that pause, I'm sure there'll be one on there, is my hunting package of choice. And unless I go after like elk or something, I don't anticipate that changing ever, really. Um, it's cool. It's fun to change firearms out and whatnot. But this one's just an absolute slam dunk. And where I live, an effective range of about 300 yards is all I need. And a 7.62 by 39 will work just fine out to that range. And uh, two, two, three, if you hunt things that is gonna make sense with that cartridge, shoot. Um, so we had a pause. Uh, sorry about that, guys. We're talking about the Ruger American Ranch. Uh, the one I've used as a hunting rifle for the past several years is a, I think it's a past six, is chambered at 762 by 39. 
the package, including the optic and taxes and everything was about 700 bucks. The 430 bucks for the rifle itself is about what I paid back then for it. And they have gotten only more popular since then. So I think that one is, I, I think you could do a lot worse than that, especially if you're looking to just get into hunting um, and you don't really, like if, if chasing down firearms is not the part that gets you excited, the hunting is, go get that and don't feel confident that you don't have to go figure out what your next firearm is going to be um after that you can you can hang out with a ruger american ranch make sure what you're hunting is good for 223 but otherwise you'll have a good time sweet sweet thank you sir the last category i'm going to mention is ear protection and of course when you're talking about ear protection Generally, you're going to categorize it into two different categories. You got active ear protection and passive ear protection. Basically, passive hearing protection, it just blocks the noise from entering the ear canal. Active, it uses technology to block the harmful noises while still allowing you to hear what's going on. Really cool technology. I remember when I was first starting out and me and Joey went to the gathering and the ear protection I had was just those, you know, the plugs you put in your ears. Uh, cause I didn't even know that I needed ear protection going to, you know, going to this thing until Joey was like, Hey, you're, you're going to need it. I think we just grabbed some that like SEI had, but Joey, you brought your active earmuffs. Yeah. This is another one. If you need to get by and you spring a quarter for a pair of orange earplugs, uh, a time or two, that's okay. But as soon as you can get something electronic, get that active noise cancellation where you can still hear conversations, especially if you're going to go to classes. I misplaced my ear protection actually at that gathering, then went to a class and I didn't have my ear pro um, because of it. And I had, they weren't styrofoam earplugs, but it was something like that. And it was, it was very frustrating in terms of being able to hear range commands and coordinate with people around you and all that stuff. Active hear protection, hearing protection, excuse me. And yeah, being able to have some sort of sound transparency mode is so underrated. It's so good. And you can do it inexplic or explicably. Wow, inexpensively. There are some really good options. And George has recommended a, a solid pair on here. There are, these are a little more expensive. If you, could you read through the two that he's recommended and I'll add one of my own? Absolutely. So we'll start with passive, uh, just cause it's going to be your, probably your cheapest option starting out. He recommends the Walker's razor slim electric shooting he hearing protection muff. Don't you love the way Amazon, uh, so dumb, man, describes products. It's awful. Um, these product listers kill me. But yeah, it's on Amazon.com right now. It's going for $59.95. Comes with a bundle, which includes basically the hearing muffs and a protection case. So that's for passive. But if you're looking for active ear protection, he recommends the Peltor Sport Range Guard Electronic Hearing Protector. It's down 39% currently. It costs about $122 on Amazon. It has a 26 decibel noise reduction rating, ideal for both indoor and outdoor shooters, Bluetooth wireless technology, so you can stream music, make calls with it. 
that's pretty cool. So yeah, you know, I would definitely, honestly, I feel like I, if I was looking for some ear protection, I think I would probably just use the money and go ahead and buy active. Again, you know, it could be if you're out there training, uh, if you go like specifically for firearms training, it probably can't be a little cumbersome constantly having to like, you know, adjust your earmuffs, to be able to hear commands. Joey, what did you find? Okay, so I'm going to go with what I've had in the past and then tell you what I have right now. So right now, you guys, uh, by you guys, I mean George, mentioned and you walked through the Walker's Razor, which is about $59.95. I have a cheaper version of the same product, which is the Walker Razor Slim. Or sorry, he, I think he did the Walker Razor Slim, and mine is the Walker Razor. No. They're both called the Walker Razor Slim. What is the price difference about? The point is, his runs about 60 bucks. Mine, they're labeled the same. So what you're going to want to do, okay, um, is if you look up shooting earmuff, there is almost invariably, I, I do not know what the labeling difference is here. I'm looking at it, and it's not, the difference is not abundantly clear. But the point is, you can get a pair of Walker Razor Slims um for about 42 to 45 dollars looking at one right now that's 41.99 it's the exact pair i own and they are perfectly fine they're the number one seller on amazon they're extremely well rated i've used them they are good they're perfectly serviceable uh for what most people need i'll tell you what i've had in the past is a howard light impact sports sound amplification electronic shooting earmuff and that has a couple cool things going for it the first thing is I don't want to be like all all the cool kids are doing it, but if you go to the gathering, you will see a lot of Impact Sport headphones being worn by a lot of the vendors. Um, there's a reason for that. They're really they're inexpensive. A um, the prices I'm seeing right now run from like fifty two bucks to one twenty one one twenty four eighteen. I'm not sure what that's about, but the OD green, you know, they, these prices like to bounce around with different colors and that kind of thing. The plain old OD green is about 55 bucks. What this has that I like better than the Howard Razors or uh, Walker Razors. First of all, with the Walker Razors, they strongly recommend that you cut out the ear cup and replace it with a comfier one, which is inexpensive, but it's a thing that you people are like, you don't have to do it, but you kind of do. You can do that with the Impact Sports, but you don't have to. And then the other thing that this does well, and it's the much bigger one, is the microphone it has for active noise cancellation has a cover to it. So a gust of wind is less likely to fuzz out your Impact Sports than it is your Walker's Razor. It doesn't happen that much with the Walker, but it's enough that if you have a super blustery day, you're going to be squinting every now and again when range commands are being given out. I have the Walker Razors still. I will not be replacing them with an Impact Sport anytime soon, simply because they're they're totally fine. But in a vacuum, if I were to choose all over again, Howard Light Impact Sport is the way to go, I think. I appreciate that insight. Yeah, just whatever, dude. Make sure you're taking care of your ears. I don't know. That's about the big you. thing. I don't know about you, Joey. I feel like some people that I've met that are in our general age range 
I feel like their hearing is already getting know, worse. And yeah. most of them are not gun people. They're music people. All right. I got one more gun thing for you guys. Okay, cool. In fact, it has changed from when I saw it originally. Because that's how good it was when I first saw it. Uh, <laughs> but not by enough that it's not worth mentioning. So Gun Nut Deals rolled out a thing about a week ago where a vendor was offering a Steyr M9A2, which is a handgun and 9 millimeter, 17 plus 1. It's in black for $300. They were in the 5 to 550 range for quite a while. They are, it's Steyr, for the love of God. I, like, if you're a mammal, you know what Steyr is. Yeah. Um, it's one of the nicest firearm brands in the world. And you can get one of their firearms for 325 bucks. Their shipping and handling is free if you go through Borelli. That's B-E-R-E-L-I. And it's it has gone up from what it was. I don't know if it's the same vendor. I saw one for 300 bucks. I see one right now for 325 It's still a good deal. So... I mean, you yeah. have to. It's a stagger. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I've got um, for stocking stuffers for my end this year. I think George had one more before we close out. I mean, he does mention that if you want to find a big stocking stuffer, you could always help that loved one get a education at SDI. Yeah. And yeah. you did the last one. I'll do this one. So SDI, just, I don't know how I fell down this rabbit hole, but I started getting targeted YouTube ads for the drone one. Can't Not escape the us. One. I truly, I have no interest in, well, I have interest in the sense that I love SDI, but like there is no action I've taken on my computer that would lead creepy Google to reasonably believe that I'm into drones, but I'm still getting the snot blasted out of me with targeted ads for SDI. It's starting to get to the um, point that they're trying to decide what your hobbies are now. Yeah. Yeah, your hobbies exist under communism. They are ours now. <laughs> um, but SDI is a wonderful place if you want to learn to think like a gunsmith or think like a drone pilot. I think that's the primary lesson I took away from all my years there. Is their education is good, and that's awesome. And I don't want to diminish that on any level. But the big thing that I consistently heard from our graduates, from our faculty, was that their heart was getting you to engage with the world in the same manner that a gunsmith would or a drone pilot would. And that is a very special thing. And I think STI does a very good job of it. So if you want to get to a place where you elevate your love for the world of firearms technology to a professional level, and you want to engage with this material to a place where you can start to think like a gunsmith would, talk to an admissions rep over here at SDI share that with them and and see if this is a good fit for you i think this is jumping from christmas to new year's but a lot of people go on self-improvement kicks i think education is one of the best ways you can do that i am in the middle of my uh, master's degree right now and i'm definitely not very frustrated by that um but uh i think if you want to consider some of this stuff on a professional level, this is a great way to pursue that. Thank you, Joey. I th think that was very eloquently put, so I appreciate it. I can't wait for someone that goes to class with me to tell me that I complained about their program to a professor. That's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it will almost certainly happen. Well, 
again, guys, uh, you know, I don't know why I was going with that. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Again, guys. Yeah. Awesome. Have a good day. <laughs> oh, Joey, it's so nice having you back on the podcast. Glad you got yeah, back. Yeah, you too. From the, um, glad you got back from uh, the cruise. Okay. I did make the joke that, uh, you know, we had just had talked about Francis Marion and his experience with uh, his brief time at sea. Do you know about that? Yes, it's awesome. Yeah, so I was like, so hopefully, uh, Joey does not have a similar experience. Uh, I did not this time. It's always next time. We can, you know, always cross our fingers. Um, Heck yeah! So wonderful to talk to you again. Um, again next week we're looking at probably trying to get Rick Kasner on the podcast. Talk a little bit about our new certificate in firearms technology handgun handgun specialist program uh so if you have any questions that you want him to answer about the program uh i encourage you to email marketing at sdi.edu with um and you can put like gun rack rick question in the subject head just so we know that this is for the podcast just for a chance to uh be able to talk to the program chair and uh, learn more about this awesome new program. Very excited that we have it. Yeah. Well, until next time, this has been the Gun Rack. Joe, you want to take us out? Yeah. Stay safe out there. Have fun. Happy holidays, of course. I think SDI actually says Merry Christmas per policy, unless they've changed it. So Merry Christmas, fools. We'll see you at the range. Sonoran Desert Institute is an online school accredited by the DEAC. It is headquartered at 1555 West University Drive in Tempe, Arizona. For more information about how you can craft your firearms future, visit sdi.edu.